Welcome to Karma San Diego podcast, where we talk all things San Diego, activism, ourselves, and spooky things. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. I feel like I'm like starting a YouTube. <laughs> Yoo-hoo. Yoo-hoo. Big summer blow up. Have I ever told you about the time I moved to OB for the first time and my parents lost their shit? No. This has got some spooky, scary elements to it, which is why I'm telling the story. Hold on to your pantyhosen. <laughs> and your lederhosen. <laughs> <laughs> and your holsterhosens. We're ready. And your houses. Because <laughs> we're in a recession. Your and your houses. <laughs> had your kids, had your wife. Um, <laughs> we're telling a story. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay. So I'm, like, 22, and I'm, like, hey, I'm moving out. And my mom and dad are, like, tripping because they're the most Catholic, the most Italian, the most conservative. And they're, like, you can't leave us forever. What are you doing? And I'm, like, please, this will really just benefit everybody, I promise. time to go. So I tell them I'm moving to OB, and immediately both of my parents are like, absolutely not. Like, <laughs> no, you're not moving to OB. It's so dangerous. There's so much crime. I just, like, literally they were like, we just saw, like, a murder and a shooting oh on TV, on the news. <laughs> and we just, like, we got into a huge fight. Huge, huge, huge fight about it. And I was like, you can't stop me because I'm an adult, and I'm going to do it irregardless. They're going to say no to anything. Anything. That you say. Also, irregardless is what Irregardlessly. So she loves adding more prepositions. That are unnecessary. Unirregardlessly through the word. It's so good, though. So I move in, you know, living my life down at the beach. I'm like two blocks from the ocean living in a cave. I had to walk through two bedrooms just to get to my bedroom. Like, it was fucking it was freaky. A, it but was a shantay. But, like, your first place that you move into is always freaky-deaky, and you're just, like, loving life, living on your own. So, a few months go by, and my time, brother... Time at the passes. My brother calls me, and he goes, Did mom or dad call you and tell you what happened in the backyard? What? And I was like, what happened in the backyard? And he goes... You should call your parents. That's what he said. You should call your parents. And I was like, oh, fuck. What What happened? So I call my dad. Actually, no. I ended up going to their house on on Sunday because that's what I usually do. Go over there on Sunday. And I go, parents, what happened at your house? My dad looks at my mom. My mom looks at my dad. They're both, like, looking at each other like, fuck. Like, fuck. My dad goes, yeah, Teresa, what did happen? So mind you, they're freaking out over the crime and murder and all the chaos in OB. All these fucking stoners. just This risk that we are willing to take. Yes. And my mom tells me she was in the backyard watering the plants. And all of a sudden, she looks up the embankment and sees a body lying on the ground screams bloody murder no she didn't i'm freaking out and calls my dad and goes joe joe there's a body in the backyard 
These are words you never A want. body. I repeat, a body in the backyard. So two cops come down the embankment at this like same time and they go, ma'am, do you like, do you live in this house? And they're like on the other side of the fence. So the body's like literally right on the property line, oh essentially. Oh my God. And my mom's like, no, like, yes, I live in this house, but I don't like, I don't know who lives in this, the house that the body's like technically lying on. And they're like, okay, we're trying to figure out like who this man could be if he was like oh. somebody who lived in this neighborhood if he was put here um so if he was like homeless dead. he was dead very much dead there was a dead body, body in the backyard and your mom was just back there and she saw a body mm-hmm. so she's telling me this story and i'm just looking at her with a grimace on my face and i go huh Rancho San Diego seems like the mean streets of crime and murder compared to Ocean Beach. Beach. I'm going to stay out here where there's no dead bodies in my backyard. For real. I can hear the voice of my mother saying the same thing about every place I've ever lived. Yeah. And now we live in the same neighborhood and someone got shot in the stomach in the park and I heard, Josh and I heard Fuck. it. We didn't know what it was at the time. We just heard it. It doesn't matter. It just happens. It has a moral of the story. It doesn't matter where the fuck you live. Shit happens. Shit happens. Crime happens. It's a ting. We can't escape it. Dead bodies die everywhere. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> you never know when they're going to go. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, everybody. She's apologizing on my behalf. Oh my god. So yeah, I just wanted to like let you all know uh, that my parents are freaking crazy, (laughs) and we have a great relationship now that I put them in their place on murder. Can I tell you a random story that came to mind? Yeah, I had a friend who has their child was maybe like four years old at the time and they saw a big snake in the backyard and they went and told their mom and they went outside and it was literally a 40 foot anaconda oh fuck and it almost killed their whole family how did an anaconda where were they living in Um, nicaragua oh my god right (laughs) they were literally (laughs) they were literally in del cerro (laughs) what yeah someone let their house pet loose that's insane which is why you don't do that well because it when you have to get rid of your pet you have to pay for someone else to no one's gonna buy that giant snake who the fuck wants an anaconda what is this britney spears oh my god that's why you don't guess what that's why you don't get exotic pets like that because they killed that snake absolutely that's really sad because it almost killed a toddler it would have eaten a toddler it was coming toward do you can you imagine they probably had some like mowgli ass interaction probably like four-year-old boys like snake and the snake's like <laughs> it, and she and my friend the mom that said that the body of the snake was up against the slider so it was like he probably like stepped over the anaconda to get to his mom to say oh was a snake. shit and he was like barely like a snake like <laughs> That wasn't a snake. And they snake. say it like as that he, was. They're in the newspaper. They're on the news. They were wow. Like, I was like, he saved the day. Wow. He did. That's crazy. Yeah. So. Shit in your yard. I'm completely changing the subject. So I know that Please. you're usually the queen of unpopular opinion. Ooh, but me. I have one unpopular opinion that I am the queen of. Hit me with. It's that. Halloween themed. This is why I bring it up. 
Very important. I don't really like scary stuff. Yeah. I can't, actually, I really can't handle it. I will watch a scary movie. I have seen a lot of scary movies. Mm. I'm not a huge, like, gore person. I really, like, um... I like psychological fucked up movies. Yeah, I like, like, thrillers. Um, I really like all of the, um, American Horror Story. I've watched every season. Um, the last one I didn't like very much, but, um... But they're all really creepy, and I I enjoy watching that. I think I enjoy that kind of scary, but I'm not into scary movies. I don't want to go to a scary movie at a movie theater. I don't really want to watch it. Like, But I love Halloween. And last night, because it was not 7 billion degrees for the first time, I sat in the bathtub, wow. ate an ice cream sandwich, and watched... This TV show called American, oh God, what's it called? Colin Kelly. It's called Halloween Horrors. Ah, oh, damn it. Okay, I'm gonna look this up. It's called like Haunted Halloween. It's on Hulu, and it's basically I love Halloween like cooking shows. I love any kind of cooking show really, but it's a trio group and it's a competitive TV show of a pumpkin carver, a sugar work like sculptor and then a cake sculptor and they create insane Wait, like this sounds sick as it's hell. sick they create these like beautiful wow. um great. like statues and like just pieces out of every single element that they are good at so like wow so there has to be a sugar element there has to be a cake element and there has to be a pumpkin element and they're making like just beautiful sculptures and i sat in the bathtub for like an hour and a half and just watched that show and that's like the type of halloween shit i like and it's like creepy gory it's not like cutesy disney like it's creepy but it's like i like your version of halloween but it's it's really dope like it's getting into the halloween vibe but it's not like spooky scary um but I feel like I might watch rewatch like Coven or something from American Horror Story because that was a really really good uh, season. That was definitely the first one, and Coven are my favorites. Yeah, absolutely. Asylum's pretty good too. The first one terrified me. That's Murder House, right? Absolutely. Terrified. That one was that really scary. Mm-hmm. Scary. Yeah, very freaky. No, thank you. So I like this popu- unpopular opinion. <laughs> yeah, I, I approve know. this unpopular. Like I saw opinion. it. Like I didn't think it was very scary. To be honest with you, the I, new one. I can't handle blood at all. Like, yeah, I just like don't love all. gore. Like the Hills Have Eyes and all that. Like the Saw I movies and those shit. Were so like popular in high school. Like that was so my first. Those aren't my jam. Date in a movie theater was to see Emily Rose. Do you remember that? The exorcism of Emily Rose. Yeah, that's a no for me, dog. That's the shit I don't like is the exorcism (laughs) stuff and, like, the things, like, the creepy-ass dolls and, like, nah. That was horrifying. Mm -mm, That's a no. I saw it at a Fashion Valley. I want you to tell us about these creature comforts we have going on today. We have some really freaky creature comforts. We have a really good coffee. We have really good snacks. And we have really nice weed. So we are eating watermelon. Yeah, yeah. Watermelon is always in the home. <laughs> Watermelon or go home. <laughs> I'm so sorry, you guys. <laughs> We're obnoxious. But honestly, this is what we sound like all the time. Like, on or off air, <laughs> this is how Watermelon. annoying we are. <laughs> like, so good. <laughs> Watermelon? Like, post Watermelon? Yeah. I think I got wow. that from a meme. You know what? I'm rolling too. So we're also <laughs> We're also eating plantain chips. In a new bag from Trader Joe's that I dislike immensely. 
And then Kelly made these fire-ass lattes, like iced lattes, oh, with yeah. the cold coffee that I keep in the fridge. So any leftover coffee, don't throw it out. No, no. Put okay. it in a... Nay, nay. Put it in a container and keep it in the fridge. Or make Put coffee cubes. I make coffee... I keep uh, coffee cubes in the freezer as well. So mm. that's a nice blunt history. We'll Unpopular probably have... opinion, I don't like coffee cubes. Yeah, we know. Everybody knows. We know, Kelly. <laughs> Everybody knows. That's why I have regular. And then she put some cream and some Vietnamese cinnamon and some cinnamon honey. Some cinnamon whipped honey oh my god it's so freaking good and then made us these beautiful ice lattes Whoa. and god, i miss them <laughs> the melted ice is the best part because she loves the melted ice because she's disgusting i love the melted ice like if i have iced coffee i will leave it in the car and then seven hours later with See, no ice left i, will drink I it. don't love it but i love this coffee so much i'm gonna finish it because it's too i get really good. mad when people throw out my drink that's just a cup of ice left like oh are you done with this i'm like nay nay you're like, no, I'm gonna lick this clean. <laughs> this is me. So we have some we have some good creature comforts. Do you know what kind of cannabis we're smoking today? I do. It is the same weed we had last week, AK forty seven, mm. but it's mixed with Jamaican mm. lambs <laughs> bread, according to what the woman wrote on the label, but um it's actually breath. It's breath. <laughs> and they wrote bread. I love that it says bread. <laughs> I'm she down for Jamaican lamb's bread. Me too. Sounds good. Sounds delicious. We're going to have a bit one day about all of the... Like, do people that work at cannabis dispensaries understand that you can write on the label before you stick it on the container? No, because they're so high. They're so dumb and high. They're so high, they don't even realize. They'll just pre-stick it on there and they'll write... In a clockwise manner, and it's so hard to read. You don't even know what strain you're smoking. You can't even read what you wrote. One, most of the, we play a game. Well, because I know what I ordered, and I hand it to Josh, and he's like, "I you lost me there." He's like, "Is that is that kaguza?" Oh my god! <laughs> I taught Kelly another Italian word. I get one word like once a weekish. So I just released our fall sauce, which is called Fallen for Gaguza. And gaguza is a lar- is a big squash is really what it is. It's not yes. necessarily a butternut squash. Um, it's more of just like yes. those. I don't know if you've ever seen like you should just look it up. If you've ever seen like Italian like nanas and nonos like <laughs> <laughs> standing with like enormous squash. Yeah. That's it's called a gaguza, or in my family we call it gaguts. But it's spelled with the C, but it has the G sound. Cahoots. Yeah. And are you in cahoots with cahoots? Oh, you know I'm in cahoots with the cahoots. Always. In cahoots. I tried to teach Justin about the P having a B sound in Sicilian dialect, and he was just, he looked at me like. Hit me with a word. Um, so my mom said this the other day. So I went over for for lunch, dinner. I don't even know what day it is anymore. Dinner. Went over for dinner, and we were having grilled swordfish with, like, so in Sicilian culture, we, like, bread meats, and they usually fry it, but my family always grills it because it's just a little bit healthier. Mm-hmm. So you do, like, breaded um, steak or breaded fish. Okay. It's 
fucking delicious. It's the only way I love to eat, like, anything. Yes. It's just carbs on fucking protein, you know. Give it to me. It's my life. Um, and um, we did breaded fish, and Justin wasn't able to come over for dinner, but he told both of my parents that he was coming. So my mom says, no show, no be she. And... I was like, Mom, he's been working since, like, 4 o'clock in the morning. He doesn't want to come. Like, he do- he's done with people. And she goes, no show, no be she. And she goes, text him that. Tell him that. And he- as I checked my phone, he literally texted me, what food are you bringing me home? And I said, no show, no, no. fish. Because be she is piche in Italian, which is fish. Oh, that's where that word comes from. Mm-hmm. But in oh Sicilian gosh. dialect, it's bishi. Wow. Mm-hmm. So it has the B sound. That makes so much sense because fish, like, in Latin is like P-H-I-S-H-E yeah. or yeah. something like yeah. that. Oh, my bishi. gosh. But we say bishi. I love learning things. Bishi. Mm-hmm. It's fun to say, too. Want a fishy? Here's a bishi. It's so cute, huh? It is cute. I like learning Italian. It's fun. It'd be cute to do, like, a bishi sauce. Mm. I'll think of something funny you beesh <laughs> <laughs> and you're a pisces so you're like a double you know i love me some fish Beesh-ish. i am one well i rolled us up some jays we're gonna I get lit i decided to get personal you get the bigger one um wow because the sweets piss me off so let's oh. get rid of it that's so nice you know when that happens you're like all right i'm ready for something new all right let's get freaky what's up with this weed i've had that's the bummer of buying too much in a larger quantity you kind of get over it, or it goes dry. Yeah, I just love it. Mm-hmm. I also want, yeah. We're gonna see what I see what I did here. Oh, she's got two. She's Wiz Khalifa over here in the corner. I got some leftovers. We have so many fun Halloween things to talk to you about mm-hmm. today. I am wondering if I should start with San Diego folklore, or if we should start with your bookshelf folklore. I think San Diego. We gotta talk about some creepy stuff going on in our town. I wanted to start this by asking you, what's your memory of, or what spookiness do you remember off the top of your nog about the Whaley House? Yo. Okay. I remember going there often um, for, like, field trips in middle school. Because my middle school was the first mission of San Diego. So we'd go down to Old Town a lot and see what the first actual school in San Diego was. And then, of course, like always have tickets to go to the Whaley House and like all this stuff. And I remember so fondly this, excuse me, the smell of fresh tortillas being made. Mm. That like area mm. smells just like amazing, like fresh tortillas being made. And then the cemetery that's right next door has always been like a very fond memory of mine as well. Because mm. like we've said before, like Catholicism doesn't necessarily make like a ton of space for death. No. And a lot of re- religions don't. Um, neither does like society because we're like constantly living in fear of death. And which is why we're the only creature on the planet that knows we're going to die. <laughs> like, if you think about it that way. Like, Seriously, though. We, we are the only ones mm. that know we're going to die. So we distract ourselves. That have this, this from consciousness. The, yeah, from the idea of dying. 
So we get jobs and careers and lives and hobbies and make friends and find love. And then one day we die and it just happens. But like animals don't know that, you know? Totally. It's crazy. They have no concept of that. I think developmentally we start to grasp death. I think we talked about this last podcast. It's like 10 to 12 years of age is when you realize that grandma's not actually in the ground. She's like not in the body anymore. She's just not here. Yeah. So I always thought that it was really cool that we were able to kind of hang out at the graveyard and like have like lunch there kind of Dia de los Muertos mm-hmm. style just like have lunch eat some tacos like kick it in the graveyard and it wasn't creepy it wasn't weird it was a very comfortable feeling um I've been to the Whaley house gosh at least 10 times mm-hmm. at least in so many different stages of my life mm-hmm. um you know I've always heard uh, that it's like one of the scariest places in America and you know you smell the smell of like Mr. Whaley's cigar like in certain parts of the house and um, you know certain things move around but I've seen over time that they've pulled out a lot of the furniture mm-hmm. and it's been rearranged and a lot of things have changed you can also um, like do a I think during, like, this time of the year, probably not anymore, but they do, like, sleepovers there. I see some, like, haunted Halloween stuff on their website, Mm -hmm. for sure. So, when I... I was trying to think, like, the spookiest thing in San Diego, and we have the Whaley House, which is this iconic, historic-looking house. Okay, I didn't realize this until today, because I forget everything I ever learned, is that it was a courthouse. Yeah. I didn't know this. I'm, I had no idea. Yeah, because that, that one room, when you first go in, it's, like, off to the left. And it makes sense. Yeah. But then, like, when I, when I think about it, it makes sense. But houses in San Diego are bigger than this courthouse. So it's so small. It's weird to think of it's it as tiny. this, like, little tiny town. We have, like, a cowboy town in in San Diego. It's dope. I love Old Town. Totally. It's just very touristy, so, so I never there's go. There's also a lot of history in the house to the point of boredom. So yeah. I, yeah, I, that was a nice interesting way to put that. is when I remember going there with my grandparents and being bored. Okay. And what's weird is when I was reading about the Whaley house, I was feeling real bored. So I remember not feeling like, Oh, the Whaley house isn't real. I just remember thinking yon, yon artifacts books. Yeah. Give me some creepy. Give me some creepy. So I thought I would just lead with the traumas that the Whaley family had experienced to set the tone. Ooh. So Thomas and Anna Whaley's 18-month-old son, Thomas Jr., contracted scarlet fever and died in the house in 1858. Oh, shit. So there's a dead baby number one. And that is a horrible tragedy that many of our ancestors had to fucking deal with. Often, And we've too. got some creepy creep there. The sounds of a baby or young child are often presumed to be little Tommy. Another child, a young girl, has been witnessed playing in the dining room. The legend of the ninth step began when folks experienced an odd sort of pressure among ascension of the narrow staircase, which for many years was presumed to be the revenant of Anna Whaley, reliving a traumatic event, attempting to thwart visitors from gaining access to the second floor damn so this is what i find interesting is think about this woman who's dead and feels exploited by all these people checking out her dead baby's house two when i went with my grandparents i think there's like a basement that you can go down to and there's some artifacts and then you you can go and then you can go like or it's like just down some stairs and then you can go up the stairs and you look at like the bedroom through glass and those kinds of things okay so i remember being like 
bedpans. I can't believe you pee in those. Mm-hmm. Bored. This reminds yeah, me. Yeah, there's no like, bathroom. There's just, yeah, totally. No plumbing. There's like, there's like um, little sinks in the bedrooms. Ish. Yeah. Type. They're weird. Situations yeah. where you would like bathe. But what I do remember is that we went up the stairs one way. And when we were done with the stores upstairs, and I'm like yawning, bored, going back down the stairs. I know I'm a kid, but I remember this the upstairs being mirrored of what it actually was. So in my memory, it's not just like they have two staircases. It's like the staircases flipped the diagonal direction of which fully of which we had come. Mm-hmm. So like it's from what I remember, it's like kind of lofty. At the top, so you can kind mm-hmm. of walk around it, and there's like mm-hmm. a full perimeter that looks down, mm-hmm. kind of like courthousey. And we went around it one way, and I wasn't that turned around at all. And then the way we went down the staircase was like facing a totally different way, and the room was like flip flopped. And I remember leaving feeling like really confused, like yeah. I was really torn. I like, there a long time. and it's not that. Like, you kind of grasp it when you walk into it. And I remember It's thinking, a very small house, So when you read about too. this ninth step and people feeling this feeling on the ninth step that's, like, keeping them away from going upstairs, like, what if it gives you this disoriented vibe? Like, once you go upstairs, it, like, gives you this, like, hazy, like, they spun you around for pinatas. Interesting. I, I was just feeling that vibe. I always liked the kitchen. I really love the kitchen. We should go. Back when it's open. Yeah. We have more drama a young woman is often sensed lingering upon the second floor of the house and many perceive a feeling of profound sorrow in that portion of the home she is thought to be the whaley's daughter violet who committed suicide and died in the house in 1885 damn isn't that sad? so two deaths so far Yes. Likely suffering from a clinical depression compounded by life events, Violet had a tendency to remain in solitude on the second floor of the home during the last year of her life. Couldn't you imagine losing a child to scarlet fever and then losing one to mental illness within such a short range and in the same home? Can you imagine being alive in 1850? No. That's terrible. So they think that, like, the, the parents hang out in the house still it's kind of like the vibe like yeah the kids are still there they still hang out there um and then at the end it just says like they're gracious hosts like these ghosts or like the people that write on behalf of these ghosts say that they're gracious and that as long as you remember what your mother taught you to always mind your manners in someone else's house that um that they will respect you but that they don't always like show off their I've Spook. never, I've never experienced, I've been there, like I said, like 10 times. I've yeah. never experienced anything. And I definitely ever. don't expect to like walk in and demand like a show. Like ghosts are pretty smart. Like if you're going to, it's not they gimmicky do. or anything, no. but it's also not um, just like kind of old, old history. I remember being bored. And then the one thing that stuck out to me was actually very disorienting when I was in there. And I like to go back because isn't it bright blue and on the corner? I don't know what if it's I blue. I I feel like it's white. See how disoriented it made me. Um, I know that like they, it's not a gift shop per se, but they have like a little like offshoot from the courthouse part where um, people send in pictures of like what like printed out pictures of what they think are ghosts that they have taken pictures of in the house, and like just old pictures and like old relics of. Of Whaley House, like just over history. 
Okay, so get this. It's like this. a mini museum, like within the museum of the house. We should totally do this. I'm going to make this right now our small business of the episode. Okay. It's the Whaley House Museum, whaleyhouse.org. Um, from October 20th to the 31st, which is literally like now. right now, um, you can do a video tour for $10. They're just doing it for for this, and it's called Shadows of the Past, A History and Mystery of the Whaley House. And I think this is really cool because when you go on a tour, there's a bunch of people, and yes, I'm sure they do that every year. But this is a cool way to like help it's keep like them virtual. open, and you can invite all your friends and watch it. And I'm sure it's actually way creepier because it's edited. So it says, we offer you a private tour of the most haunted house in America. It like won an award to be enjoyed from the comfort of your own home with a brand new virtual exploration of this remarkable historic house Ooh, that and sounds museum. really cool. Isn't that fun? Because there won't be glass. We should watch this like on Halloween or like do like a Halloween movie night like leading up to Halloween. I'm into that. That sounds really cool. This intimate journey to the past will sweep back the veil of time as you meet the Whaley family, hear stories in their own words about the lives and mysterious bumps in the night they experienced here. Um, and you'll learn the true story of Thomas Whaley. This looks really, really cool. It says, join this, join us for this one of a kind lamp lit armchair tour of the historically haunted house. And we can do it from our home. Yes. Yep. And oh, that's, that's really what it cool. says. It has the reputation as America's most haunted. That's our trick for the year. Um, is that they were able to pull this off and then That's as dope. a treat on the 30th and the 31st, we're offering a Q and a session with the Whaley house historians. Their names are Dean glass and Robin Lakin, as well as a well-timed full moon hovers over the old brick mansion. Damn. So this is That's cool. really, really cool. So, um, you have viewing access for 48 hours after you buy your ticket. Neat. So I'm, we're literally going to do this right now. Well, you know, this is so fun. So I think that's a cool. That's really cool. San Diego thing to do. Very the, cool. The business I was going to talk about bucks. was like myself, but nothing's changed except my name. So I can announce that, but that's different. So for $10, go to the Whaley house. And then I did change our business or like Instagram platform name from quarter collective to Vagabond, which is so exciting. It's actually an Etsy shop name. I've used for like four years and haven't breathed any life into it and I wanted to give uh the secondhand vibe of my style to be assigned to the energy of what I'm doing which is all secondhand so Vagabond is back and I'm working towards making it all a fish but in the meantime Thanks for supporting me by inspiring me on how I can repurpose and upsell and resell things because I love it. And it's so fun. It's so fun picking it's up so furniture fun. on the side of the road and making something work out of it. I know. I think I want to get some paint soon. I bought the fun. I bought the accessory I need to work on my headboard. Now I need to buy the paint. I'm going to paint it next week. Very, very excited to work on the headboard. You too. That's a really cool project. And there's going to be leftovers. Don't you love project leftovers and the things you do with them? There's going to be leftover bits and bobs that we can play with. Yeah, a lot. But is the best deal, so I had to buy a lot. Yay! So, speaking of unpopular opinion, yet again, the queens, the queens, the literal queens, Kelly. Have you ever heard of the book? Scary stories to tell in the dark? No. I've literally, she pulled out this book, I know not, upon which it is. Okay. How many of you, I'm talking to all two of you that listen to this <laughs> show, how many of you 
read this book when you were like a teenager. Adriana claims that everybody's read this and I'm living in a hole. I probably am. I don't oh, like disagree. The one that I'm reads the her. most out of the two of us, I'm mystified. She owns a library for <laughs> heaven's sakes. For hell's sake. For hell's sake, she has a library. <laughs> so um, before I make Kelly read an excerpt, uh, just going to tell you a little bit about it. So this book is a bunch of short stories that are all just a little bit creepy. They're not necessarily Ooh. scary. They're just a little creepy. And Ooh. a movie came out, I believe last year, a movie came out of Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. And it was three, it was like the story of these young, like adolescent kids. And there's this like creepy house in their neighborhood because you know, every creepy house in the middle of America yes. has ghosts. And yes. Everybody dies and, in their house. And yeah. And everyone's every, goal is to die at home in their bed, and they do. And that's why there's ghosts everywhere. Uh, oh my God. Wow. Full circle. The end. So these kids experience, I think there's like six or seven of them. The All these kids experience one of the stories from this book. So they tie in, they turn it into one movie because these are all separate stories. They're not cohesive in any way shape or form so um i thought this one would be a good one because you know i love a good uh cooking story just cooking food in general but i do want to uh make note that we are reading one of the short stories from this book we do not own any of the rights to this book um the specific book that we have um, is collected from folklore and retold by Alvin Schwartz, and the drawings are by Stephen Gamble. This is one of the scholastic books, like oh from the fair. Gosh, did you get this at school? Yeah. Um, let me make sure I'm saying all of the things I need to say. I'm pretty sure. Um, I don't know who the publisher is. I'm pretty sure it's Scholastic. Oh, publisher, Scholastic. Oh, okay. So I have, it's one page, the story. One page. Oh my goodness. That's it. Yeah, one I guy. I've never read the story before. Yeah. And she's never read the story, never heard of this book. Mm-hmm. And they all have a little creepy picture associated with them. I love this creepy picture. It looks like Norman Rockwell. It's like, ooh. It's ooh, great. It's creepy. And I'm going to read it. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Okay. This story is called, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. It's called The Dead Man's Brains. This scary story is a scary game that people play at Halloween. But it can be played whenever the spirit moves you. Ooh. Ooh. That's a ghoul. (laughs) That's Gregorious. The players sit in a circle in a darkened room and listen to a storyteller describe the rotting remains of a corpse. Each part is passed around for them to feel. Ew. In one version, a player is out if he or she screams or gasps with fright. In another version, everybody stays to the end no matter how scared they get. Here is the story. Once in this town, there lived a man named Brown. It was years ago on this night that he was murdered out of spite. We have here his remains. First, let's feel his brains. A wet, squishy tomato. 
Now here are his eyes still frozen with surprise. Two peeled grapes. Ooh, that's a good one. This is his nose. A chicken bone. Here is his ear. A dried apricot. And here is his hand. Rotting flesh and bone. A cloth or rubber glove filled with mud or ice. But his hair still grows. A handful of corn silk or wet fur. And his heart still beats now and then. A piece of raw liver. And his blood still flows. Dip your fingers in it. It's nice and warm. A bowl of ketchup thinned with warm water. That's all there is except for these worms. They are the ones that ate the rest of him. A handful of wet, cooked spaghetti noodles. Ooh! The and... Ooh! I gotta tell you, this is so cool that you had me read this because I had a friend in elementary school whose birthday was on Halloween and she had this party. That's cool. She had peeled grapes. She had, we had to put our hands in these like shadow boxes and feel around the room and guess what creepy parts were in there. We, uh, we did eighth grade. We did, um, like all the eighth graders always put on like the haunted house at the Halloween carnival at my school. And our theme that year was asylum. And we had a section in, no, yeah, I was in the like very beginning part. I literally was so scared. I didn't even walk through it. I was in it. I didn't even walk through it. Like that's how scared I get. I'm ridiculous. I'm yeah, a baby. I never went to the haunted house. But... I'm a baby. And um there was a section. My mom was in the haunted house too. My mom just like loves to be a part of all this everything Halloween. And you would put your hands into like little like miss like it was like through the like cafeteria part of the asylum essentially and because it like we created like this maze and uh, you stick your hand in like all these bowls and it's like grapes and like worm like fake worms and stuff. It's the most lit Halloween party for kids ever. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be tight. Okay, so at our Halloween carnival, first of all, that was a highlight of my childhood. Same, the best time. Did you have a jail? We could pay. No. To put people in jail. That's hysterical. And it was for 15 minutes. Mm-mm. And you would literally pay. And you think about it, you get so bummed because people just keep putting you back in jail. Isn't I did not. fucked up. That is fucked up. There was a cakewalk. Always. Oh, I love the cakewalk. Always would come home with a new ass cake. There was always someone love that took your picture. Cakewalk. I have one of the pictures somewhere. <coughs> My dad's wearing a all orange sweatsuit. Oh, my Head God. Head to toe. It's great. He? He's just in orange. Is he a ghost buster? <laughs> is he we'll just never. Halloween? I think it's just, it might have a jack-o'-lantern is on it. Who knows? Pumpkin? My dad's wild. Is um, he in jail? No. No jail. <laughs> um, there was always food. Like, yes. so many different kinds of food. Lots of, like, games. Um, oh, my God. So much And then, food. like, once you got older, all the cool kids would go down to the mission because it was on campus, obviously. So all the cool kids would go down the mission and, like... See dead people. Yeah, because there's also a cemetery on there's campus. A freaky little grave. Because welcome to my childhood. And, yeah. I feel like our church had a grave, but I may have made it up. 
I'm gonna have to look Ours only that. I don't there's no like gravestones. There's it's just like a plot of land that's like fenced off and everyone was like, Don't step on it, it's grave. Maybe they're just a memory on the floor. Well, the that's it was built the same time Old Town was built, so it's like old. <laughs> it's like old. Like really old. It was old. built before Old Town was built, so it was really old. Because that's Old Town. Was it called New Town? <laughs> this is New Town. When did they start calling Old Town Old Town? When it became older than downtown. What was it called before? Town. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just called, hey, this is our town. We got a watermelon from my CSA. It's so good. That's another great um small business. Uh-huh. Yas Yasukoshi is the name of the uh like the fruits and veggies box that we get. It's fantastic. I believe it's it might be Yakukoshi. I think it's Yasukoshi. I'll uh find out. Never stop eating their food. Have you the, ever been? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh I didn't no, mean to interrupt it's you. It's just a really good ma- watermelon. It was it really very teensy good. tiny. It was okay. It fit in the palm of your hand. I like, carried it in my purse. It, it Comfortably. Was truly, like, bigger. It was smaller than the candle that's oh, burning in the, in the really office right now. Just a little, just a little smidge. Well, do it one more time. Wow, that was adorable. Just a little. Have you ever been to Haunted Trail in Balboa Park? Yeah, and it fucking scarred me for life, and I will never be back. Same. I got chased out by a guy with a chainsaw. Literally. I sobbed. Sobbed. Ditto. My boyfriend at the time thought it was an excellent idea to take his girlfriend, who hates scary things, who he knew, took me there. I was doing great till this man on all fours crawled up to me, and I was like, nope. That's a no for me. You know what else is terrifying is that the ones at SeaWorld. They're just as bad. Oh, God. I had some fucker jump out of a trash can when I was throwing away trash. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was in the trash can. I hated it. And have you ever been a not scary farm? Absolutely not. Fuck that shit. Absolutely not. They wear Never. wheelies there so they can come at you fast so With you see quickness. a demon running at you from ten thousand feet away because what they do is they close they close not scary farm i know and then it opens only when it's dark yeah at like 8 p.m i know many people who have done it hiding in the park so that you can run around and die you literally run around <laughs> to get terrified you can't there's no bench that you're safe i remember everyone kept going in haunted houses and i was like i will be sitting on this bench Upon which I got, there's no safe place. No, not and even the bathroom. No. You might you might be pooping and then all of a sudden a freaking zombie is going to stu- stick his hand underneath. Oh, my God. Finger your butt. Oh. <laughs> Probe you so through the toilet. I hated it. It's so terrifying. They f- wheelied at me and they have hydraulics. It <laughs> 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 <And> literally, it <and> literally, <laughs> it has like sparks. I'm fucking so good. they like skirt at you on the wheels and then they stop and it flies a spark at you. Oh my god, really so fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm fucking terrified. I will not. After that description, I most definitely will never be a part of that. Have you ever seen hydraulic shoes before? I'm they're gnarly. Weak. It sounds like a Heelys slash moon shoe <laughs> collab. <laughs> he was essentially playing Dance Dance Revolution. 
all coming at me. Like dropping arms and shit. Yes, that was so Oh scary. my God. I can close <laughs> so my eyes funny. and see him skating at me. I'm so dead. Brinking me to death. <laughs> Brick brinker. Um, wow. Yeah, I am just not a fan. Dude, we're not going. It, I cried. You sobbed. couldn't pay me. Uh-uh. You couldn't pay me. Uh-uh. I would not go to a haunted trail for $100. My friend just invited me to do the new haunted trail that they're doing this year. It's like COVID style. Like you, you're in your car. Aren't friends anymore. You're in your kidding. car. Oh, uh, in your car? Yeah. Oh, no. What do they slap your car? Oh, fuck. They Bitch, got- oh. I feel like it's even more not safe in the car because they claim... They claim it's not going to be scary until someone pops out of my fucking trunk or pops out from under the chair. You know how many people are going to drive at things in fear? Yeah. Me. Do not. They're going to come and like, they're going to like come up to your window and creep on you. And then when you're least expecting it, someone's going to come from the other side. I wonder if (sighs) they make you pull your car up into a creepy room and then turn your car off. Oh, God. So that everyone knows. And then you just sit I think there it's and like get a... your car attacked at like Jurassic Park, and then you get eaten by a dinosaur, and then you die. Probably. I hate this. Have you Have ever you... heard of any survivors from no. from Haunted Trail? Absolutely not. No. Everyone dies. Everybody knows how Jurassic Park ends. Everyone dies. Okay. Even the you know, dinosaurs. There's places. I remember looking this up with Lydia. Sick fuck. There's places where you will check in to get the like living daylights oh, scared yeah. out of you mm-hmm. for days. Mm-hmm. So it's like a terror horror house. They will lock you up. They will almost drown you. They will yeah. chain you up. Oh, yeah. You're they tortured. They will touch you. Yeah. They will torture you. They will put you through literal hell. There's no safety word. People come out of there with severe PTSD yep. or thrills or sobbing. You have to sign, like, waivers. like, And it's in someone's house in yeah. Poway. Uh-huh. You just show up to their house. There's shit like and that. And they torture you. There's shit like that all over the country. I've seen, like, TV shows on I it. I bet like, those people film it and get off on it and, like, sell it to porn sites and a bunch of creepy, weird stuff. I can probably people pay to do that. It's insane. If There's... you meet a guy and he that's his profession, don't date him. No, I just he let you know. will probably kill you. Absolutely. There's... The haunted hotel here in San Diego, and every level gets scarier and scarier. And then I think you get your money back if you get all the way to the top. Something like that. There's like a lot of things like that. I heard the 13th floor is just a white empty room that you just walk across, and there's nothing. Dang. Isn't that kind of creepy though? That would scare the shit out of me because I'm like, yo, is everybody God. like just like in the room? Mm-hmm. And like they're just gonna come at me. And you just walk straight. In no, to a white room, kind of like in Bruce Almighty. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I envisioned. Me too. Yeah, like when you're talking to literally God. <laughs> Morgan Freeman, AKA you mean? Morgan Freeman. <laughs> A.K.A. the only God. Yeah, <laughs> the only time he Morgan Freeman appears in a white room. <laughs> He's always wearing a white suit, too. He makes a great God. He's the best God. Wow. Yeah, I don't understand why people... I like the idea of, like, adrenaline rush. I like thrill-seeking. I love roller coasters. I love that yes. kind of stuff, but... And you know I you know I'm I'm down for like a good little scare here and there. I love a little boo here and there, you know. Mm-hmm. A startle, but I'm not into like literal torture chambers. Mm. That's I'm not going. Nah. 
You can't take me there. Mm-mm. We have another fun game to play. Let me play. Y'all like Mad Libs? I do. Oh, I really do, and I'm really gosh. excited. We have a Halloween Mad Lib for you. I hope I I'm smart enough to actually like. Complete no, it. you're gonna do great. Just make sure you think of raunchy words, strange words. Okay. When we're going through it, and then I think I'm gonna make Age read it. Um, it is a Halloween. Do thing. I need to fill? Or oh, I can are you gonna? F- I'm going to ask ask you these words, and you're going to give me the words. So I can either read you this or the other way around. Okay, so the first thing is a plural noun. Do I have to say it out loud? Oh my gosh, yes. Noodles. Oh my gosh. We got noodles, plural noun. <laughs> another one, hit me with another. Uh, <laughs> bugs. And then another noun. Foot. Ooh, we got a foot. Oh, hit me with another noun. Mm. I know, I'm now you up. And a plural noun. Oh, I have two. I have three nouns in a row, here, on this list. Oh, I do two in front of me. Okay, I kept reading. So one more, just singular noun. Correct. <laughs> Knife. Are you guys good at this game, or is it really? Jo- it's really hard for Josh to pick words. Adjective. Describe Wait. something. I'm behind you. You said noun and then plural noun. Oh, yeah. Every time I see you write, I think you're writing more than you actually are. <laughs> so, wait. First, let me get a plural noun. Butterflies. Okay, hold on. Adjective. Uh, that's a descriptive word, I right? I hear someone's listening to The Office. Adjectives <laughs> is descriptive, right? So I can yes. use creepy? Yes. Creepy. Adjective. Okay, hit me with another adjective, yeah. Stinky. Ooh, yeah. Noun. What's what do you want to be stinky? <laughs> uh oh. Uh. Sock. Oh frick. All right, another adjective. Uh. What do you see me? Looking through my eyes. Spooky. Oh. Another adjective. Hit me. <laughs> Smoky. Oh yes. Plural nouns. Two. Correct. Okay. Um. <laughs> mermaids. <gasps> and uh, lights. <laughs> this is gonna be so weird. Yes. No. Did you already write one? I have two. I'm on adjective. <laughs> okay, we're getting we're in the home stretch. Okay. We're in the home stretch. Okay, adjective. Uh Is bright an adjective? Yes, descriptive, correct? It is. Yo, this is a Dude. hooked on phonics isn't yeah. hooked on me. Hope you <laughs> I've said that before. It I'm reusing my one. joke. I heard it this time. Comedians reuse their jokes, so so can I. Okay. They won't even remember the people. Hit me with a verb. I have a noun. God, you're so slow. <laughs> Couch. <gasps> I'm, she's actually verb. going at a very great pace. <laughs> Jump. Plural noun. Candles. I might have to read it in case we have to improvise. <laughs> Plural <laughs> noun. Yes. Pillows. I'm literally just looking around this room this at what good. I'm seeing. This is good. Adverb. Ooh, that means like, like how you describe what you're doing. Like she was running swiftly. Oh, it's like an ly kind of, like uh, cautiously. Yes. 
Verb. Wow. Verb. Yes. We are down swim. to the final. Noun. Did you pick swim? As a verb. Oh, yes, yes. Right? Yes. yes. Noun. <laughs> yes. Book. Did I use book already? No. Okay. Hmm. Noun. Noun. <coughs> and a verb. Finger. Yeah. Another one more noun. Yeah, hit me. Toe. <laughs> verb ending in S. Screams. I love it. Okay, how should we read it? Do you want to try reading no, it? No, you read it. Okay. You read it. This is Adriana. Or I can read Halloween it. Halloween Mad Lib. I don't know. I can't really read. I'm afraid I made a, made a mistake. That's Here right. we go. Uh, uh, um, are you guys ready? Halloween is my favorite holiday because we get up to dress in noodles <laughs> and visit bugs in our foot. <laughs> Saying tooth. Tooth or knife. <laughs> <laughs> Tooth or knife. Uh, not, not trick or treat. Tooth or knife. <laughs> That's good. In exchange for a bag of butterflies. <laughs> it's so <laughs> it's so creepy. Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> this year I'm going to dress up <laughs> as a, a stinky sock. <laughs> And my costume is going to be so spooky. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be made with smoky mermaids and lights. Oh, wow. What a stinky sock. (laughs) So it's definitely going to win the bright couch contest. (laughs) You're like a bright couch with your light mermaid sock look. This is oh, it's so too good. Good. <clears throat> I hope you win. <laughs> I hope you win the bright couch contest. <laughs> I also love to jump candles for Halloween. <laughs> I use special carving pillows to cautiously swim a face <laughs> into my book. <laughs> But she does swim everywhere. I do, it's true. I'm sobbing. Uh, then. <laughs> There's tears in my eyes. We put a finger inside <laughs> and light it. <laughs> so that the toe screams. <laughs> Spooky. That was such a good one, dude. Oh my god, I'm sobbing. Oh my god, that was so funny. I hope other people find that funny or if we've just been smoking for four hours now. Why is Madeline so funny every time? Oh my god, that was so good. I really think that's an activity you can do. Jumping candles. (laughs) You dirty sock, you. Dude, that was good. That one's really good. Wow. Tooth or knife. (laughs) (laughs) Give him a bag of butterflies. (laughs) The worst episode name ever. Tooth or knife. Wow, that was really good. Wow, I haven't done I'm a sweating. That was so funny. I'm also sweating, and I have tears in my ducks. <laughs> that uh, was really hard to read. Oh, my God. That was very, very would funny. Would you guys like it if we did a Madlib every single week? Because I would. Wow, that was so fucking funny, Josh dude. Josh and I have a pets-themed <laughs> um, like Madlib book, and it's so funny. Dude, I they're great. They're so time. good. I used to have like that like flippy... Um, it's like the... You know that yellow 
paper pad shape, yes. but it's like a flippy back one. I don't, I don't know how. She has a spiralized notebook that is it's horizontal. Thank you. Vertical. Oh, like a regular note. Horizontal. Oh, horizontal. Oh, no. Okay, okay, like okay. A ca- like a calendar. Yeah. Like a calendar. There we go. Okay, wow. How oh. many stoners does it take to describe a notebook? <laughs> to jump a candle. <laughs> to jump a candle. So I used to have a Mad Libs book like that, and you could, like, just fill it in. It was, like, just thick. I filled it one year because wow. we just did it all They're the time because so it's funny. so freaking hysterical They're to so do. Good. They're so funny. I... I'm very grateful that you did that. I have not done a Mad Libs in <laughs> probably so like it got 10 stressful. years. There's a lot of nouns. I feel like I want to do. So for holidays, my family uh, gets together and we've kind of like lost the idea of like what Thanksgiving is and what Christmas is for a good yes. reason. Uh, and we kind of like do stuff instead. Yes. And I think the idea of like doing some like holiday Mad Libs like Such a good idea. would be really fun. And then for Christmas, we're deciding, I know, isn't it crazy? It's Halloween, not even. And everybody's thinking about jingle bells. <laughs> uh, we're going to have like a murder mystery party oh, instead of do gifts. Hell yeah. Yeah. I love me too. I'm yeah. about it. They have companies that can send you monthly subscriptions. Yeah, I know. I've looked into that, and I've looked into just buying one murder mystery game, and it's actually cheap for, like, yeah. up to... I literally just looked this up, like, yeah. two days ago. For just, um, like, 12 people to play, mm-hmm. it's, like, 60 bucks. It's so good. It's so cheap. Yeah, it's a really fun game, and they have ones like that murder box subscription mm-hmm. is an ongoing murder, so you only get info each month and you keep building the case mm-hmm. so it's like some of them you can do long ones or some of them you can do just for like remember murder mystery parties I remember my parents would dress up in these gregorious outfits and go to murder mystery parties all the time wow my parents definitely didn't do that but that sounds very fun I've never been to one me either I'm really bad at acting I'm like hi I'm the governor <laughs> cause the governor sounds like that <laughs> the governor's like I'll be back That's that used to be our governor I'm the governor <laughs> that's all I got. That's all I got. I'm drinking the very like tidbit it's of our coffee. So good. There's so much and it's honey. So good. It just tastes like pure cinnamon sugar, and it's it's delicious. So, uh, so oh, oh. Speaking my, of our old governor, oh. did I ever tell you about the one time my dad met Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> oh my god, no! Where the hell was he? Okay, so this is not. Okay, I don't even know how to, like, oh, oh, it's okay. I don't even know how to, like, say this. So, (laughs) my dad's cousin is a party planner up in L.A. Okay. So, he has done events and, like, catered events for, like, celebrities. And I went to the Golden Globes. We did a Golden... pizzas in the sky. Yeah, we did a Golden Globes after party for Paramount one year. I, I had the option of... Studying for finals or going to this after party. And guess what the finals did for me? Nothing. I'm still a business owner. So <laughs> definitely take that chance. Don't study for finals. Go to the party. Follow your dreams. I got to meet so... I met fucking Shia LaBeouf there. I lost it. I lost w- it. went to a concert instead of studying for finals and I failed the final and I still passed the class. Yeah, same. You know what the moral is? Do your best so you can fail the final. And then you actually, that's the real move. And also, grades don't even fucking matter, so. You know. Because we're all going to die. This is all just 
A this distraction. is the name of the episode. We're all gonna die. This is just I'm a distraction. Just trying it all on. Uh, so he did an event somewhere in LA. This was like in the '90s. No, this is in the '90s. Whenever Arnold Schwarzenegger was the governor, who knows? Was I don't know. Recently, like <laughs> early two thousand. Just the other day. You say it. Just the other day. You know. Um. So he's doing this event, and Arnold Schwarzenegger walks up to my dad's station where he's making pizza and he's like chatting my dad's like oh shit this is dope like fucking the terminator's here this you know and uh they're chatting you know having a conversation and then i think like his assistant or something comes up to him <clears throat> and uh it's like okay arnold like we gotta get going press yada 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 and he turns to my dad and he says nice to meet you I'll be back and like oh. reach to reaches out to shake my dad's hand and they both like had a moment and they both like burst into laughter uh, because he didn't mean to say it like really? that. It just like came out. No way. And so they both are just like laughing hysterically and he like turns around and he's like, I'll be back. <laughs> and then my dad's just like, wait, did that really uh, just fucking happen? He literally threw a line at you. That's like every person's dream. It was so funny. That is so funny. I know. I wish, I love all of his stories. He has like the craziest stories like from all of his events. He did parties for Larry Flint, the owner of Hustler Magazine. Wow. Like, these parties are all just, like, naked porn stars. Like, I have photos saved <laughs> in my phone of, like, my dad and my uncle and my brother at these parties, oh like, working, partying with, like, these chicks that are, like, butt-ass naked. And they're, like, <laughs> I've never seen anybody look happier in my entire life. <laughs> never. That's never. The career move I didn't everyone. even know my dad could smile. Like, genuinely. <laughs> He's stone cold faced in every photo except for that one. Stone cold Austin, ninety nine percent of the time, unless he's up in L A. meeting <laughs> porn stars. Porn stars. No, uh, yeah, it was a that was a really funny story. He's God, he's got to meet some really fun people. I'm super jealous. I've only done like a handful of his events, but we did one. So we did the Paramount party, which was sick, dude. I saw Beyonce like thirty feet away from me. I I almost cried. Like. Probably one of the most beautiful people I've ever seen in my life in person. Like, mm -hmm. she literally lit up a room. She was in a gold gown. Like, Gorgeous. stunning. I got to meet Jay-Z and Ludacris Aww. and Steven Spielberg. Because it was all people who were part of Paramount movies that year for the Golden Globes. So, like, all those people were at that party. So, I just, like, met all these people that came up and got pizza and hung out with us. Wow. But, like, I was more starstruck by Shia at the time. Because I was, like... 17 mm. or 8, Hello. like 17, I think, yes. at the time, probably. He was hot shit at that time, too. Mm -hmm. Like, had just been in Transformers yeah. and, like, all that stuff, so. and uh, We that, love the booth. That, oh, my God, I fucking love Shia LaBeouf so much. <clears throat> and the uh, third podcast he's talked about Shia he, he's it's okay. My pronouns Shia can be anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very She's fluid. now morphed into Shia LaBeouf. I am everyone. him. <laughs> do it. Remember <laughs> he, that video when he, he just like fucking it. lost it and he's just like screaming into the camera, just like do it. Yes. Yeah, he's kooky, but he's great. Viral. Um. Yeah. Then nothing else crazy. Nothing else to see here. <laughs> um, <laughs> my voice just like goes up like 20 octaves tooth or knife <laughs>
I'm so excited for that virtual Whaley House situation. I'm really going to do it. I'm really going to learn all about the Whaley House. I really am going to report back. We have lots of deaths to learn about. I'm very excited to learn about this now as like a fully functioning adult. And I feel like it might come to me in a different way. Wow. I can't wait for this tour. It's going to be cool. What if we watch the tour and she's like, everyone that goes upstairs experiences extreme dysmorphia and they think the stairs are flipped. I'm going to be like, yes, bitch. They're like, oh my God, it's true. Thank you. <laughs> oh my God, it's true. Oh I want to know their birthdays. Like, I need to know this astral projection. I need to Ooh. know like, what's this energy? We're going to get deep into it. Here we go. <clears throat> so we're going to support a museum. This is our first meet org. That's dope. Our first, our first little, little museum. I like that. Yay. So don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Oh my gosh. My new Instagram now is The Vagabond. And my um, shopping account is The Vagabond Shop. That is Vagina Bond. (laughs) V-A-G-I-B-O-N-D. Like James Bond. I love that. Vagabond. Bond. Vagabond. Vagabond. And... Follow Not Your Nanas for local sauce intake. Sorcery. Follow Karma San Diego podcast yes. for podcast photos and kookiness galore. Wow. That's true. We're like an emporium of <laughs> creepy crawly. I love the word emporium. It's a good word. Wow. Talk about a sexy word. Sexy Mad Libs. Reading stories. We're wordsmiths of America. <laughs> you heard it here first, everyone. <laughs> wordsmiths of America. Just add that Do my to my <laughs> resume title. that I'm never going to need ever again. Uh, All right. Add it to my resume that I'm going to burn. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>